Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. What are we doing here with CMO Property Development? What makes it so different? Asset management is the normal approach to investment properties. Hello, welcome back to the Commercial Property Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. Have you heard that industry phrase, asset management? We can perform some asset management techniques to your assets. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Let's buy a property or a number of them and manage up your rental income. Um, if essentially, what it means is an industry professional helping you with a set of assets and improving perhaps as leases renew or vacant spaces that need reletting and improving your income through that asset management. Now, apart from the fact that I hate that phrase, um, I think there's a fundamental difference there between that and what we do with CMO property. And this is really what I want to focus on today is what are we doing here with CMO property development? What makes it so different? Now, asset management is the normal approach to investment properties. But some of the stuff we're buying is not graded as an investment property, investment stock. They might have, sorry, they might not have good occupancy or any customers or occupancy at all. And often they're dilapidated buildings, so they're just not viewed as investment stock. And there are two primary reasons for CMO or commercial multiple occupancy buildings and developments. The first one, which I think gets missed so much, is forcing value. Then the second one is generating cash flow. Now, if these objectives don't quite align with your priorities, then opting for more conventional commercial assets that your agents then manage might suit you better. And that's absolutely fine. If that's the direction you wish to pursue, then just go for it. But the primary goal of the CMO strategy for us, and by the way, as usual, these are all just my opinions, right, and my experiences, the crux of that is adding value. It's not merely about asset management. It's about completely transforming income streams and increasing the overall value. And that transformation often involves physical alterations and a, a, a repositioning of the product offering so that it suits the more, mar this, or more modern market requirements. And it might include resizing different spaces, maybe even changing their use classification, but I try and stay away from that because it just makes it more difficult. And it's effectively repurposing, repositioning what the building is offering so that it now has or is now supplying where you think the demand is. Because often these buildings were built for a different purpose and now that purpose is finished, it's no longer there. And that's why a lot of them are sitting around and people don't quite know what to do with them. And I'm sick of reading and hearing about asset management or worse still, the suggestion of speculatively investing, or at least it's speculative to me, in assets that maybe have a client right now, but they're basically 
fixing this as a as an ideal because it might be a future growth area. It's a it's a location that's up and coming. But that's completely out of your control. We must be able to actively drive value creation ourselves or move on to the next opportunity. I don't want to park hard-earned money in a buy-and-hold strategy just in case value is going to go up in an area. I'm, it's a lame idea. It's an excuse for poor-performing assets. I've heard advisors in the industry make that, make that suggestion. They're saying, buy up this property here. Yeah, I'm sure interest rates are high right now. You know, make sure you've got enough coming in to cover the mortgage, but in time, interest rates will come down. You'll start making some money. You can asset manage it, and you'll be able to start making more income later. Now, I'm sorry, I don't buy that, and neither should you. What happens if the market turns the other way? There's no wriggle room. I just think it's a lame idea for poor performing assets. Okay, let's give the industry advisors a little bit of break, though, because actually many of them focus on portfolio management and emphasising the acquisition and management of properties with existing tenants and existing income streams, and then doing that manipulation as the years pass. However, it's really important to recognise that context. These agents may not prioritise value addition as much as they do managing the assets and the income for clients with substantial portfolios. And of course, the bigger the portfolio, the bigger the income stream, the more the managing agent is going to make because, you know, it's a proportional thing, right? So they're going to make better income. Now, I'm sure as a few agents listen to this, uh, to my nonsense, they're screaming at me right now, and I, I apologise for that, but this is just my experience. And I think the tendency is even more prevalent among newly trained surveyors who often emphasise asset management. They've maybe been trained in asset management for larger affluent clients, but not necessarily in building value. And however, if your perspective, our perspective, is centred on smaller investments, or if you're a novice in this field, it's important to understand where the advice you're receiving is rooted and whether it aligns with your objectives. Think about it. If that is where the majority are coming from, then your advice will be centred around that paradigm, right? A lot of agents you will come across just don't fish in the same pond. So don't expect them to give you advice centred around your universe. A lot have high-paying clients with high-value portfolios. And the interesting thing is a lot of those clients have made the majority of their money elsewhere and commercial property is just an investment class to them. And the agents are supporting them with that investment class, just as somebody else might do with stocks and shares. And these investors need the experts to manage their assets. But if you come into this as a beginner or as a resi investor looking to move into commercial, recognise where the counsel you're receiving is coming from. What is their norm? Does it match yours? So back to the CMO strategy for revitalising neglected buildings. It's an active approach, okay? And it involves two key stages. The first stage is active, and it involves the redevelopment and reconfiguration of larger properties, usually into smaller units, or at least into units that better suit current market demands. The second phase, after you've done that development work, is now a choice. Are you going to become a passive investor now, or an active investor? Because you could, of course, pass the asset on to an agent who then helps you 
find clients, they move in, perhaps on leases, and then the agent will then manage it on your behalf, just as we said before. But the key thing is you've now added value up front. The other alternative in this second phase is you become the active investor again. So this is what we do. We then operate the um, space ourselves. We manage the customers coming in, the managed customers going out, we manage the income and the expenditure and all that lovely stuff because there's an arbitrage there that's quite worthwhile. But that might not be something you want to do. You might just want to look, I'm going to buy the asset, refer, reconfigure, uh, reconfigure, sorry, and then let out and at that stage pass it on to somebody else and that's absolutely fine. But I think it's just important to remember there's, there's from an active point of view, there's two different options here. You could do one or both. And from a passive point of view, if you just go in passive straight away, your asset manager is not necessarily going to be focused on increasing the value. They're going to be in, they're going to be focused on um, trying to just manage or massage up the income for you. And of course, keep the income consistent, which is the other important thing, trying to make sure there's not many voids. Now, apologies to any agent friends who um, think I'm being a bit harsh here. But CMO is a value-adding proposition. The redevelopment is the real business. Letting space is required and fun, but the real business is finding older buildings that don't suit modern requirements, reconfiguring them, repositioning them for modern demand. That's the adding value bit. You're not relying on market growth. You're not buying in an up-and-coming area and are sitting and holding. You're in control of the value, not the market. It's a vital difference, and it is the essence of what we do. Now, thank you for that. I feel better for saying that. Okay, joking aside, though, my objective here is to give you some resilience, some confidence, and some resolve. This industry is not easy, and many of the experts talk in ways that can feel like they are putting you down, putting you in your place. They can do it subtly, too, cheering you on in one breath, but belittling your work in the next. So we just have to grow a thick skin and keep focused on what we're trying to achieve. CMO for me is a fantastic strategy and it allows investors with smaller pools of money to grow up their asset base and to use leverage to then buy the next one. But without the ability to add the value, you're always going to be parking and holding money. And I just think that the industry prevalence about... Um, Buying and holding an investment stock and hoping things are going to change is just not great. You'll see those businesses that are really growing in industry, market leaders, are doing both. So just remember that when you're out there looking at buildings and you're getting advice, think about who they normally advise and what those clients normally look for and what their priorities are. Okay, look forward to speaking to you again very soon. I hope that helps. I shall see you on Thursday. (music) 